This is Leek from SiriusXM, and you're listening to The Damn Podcast, because I'm doing the damn thing. Can't wait for Wale's album. Well, well, they be disrespecting Wale. I'm tired. Well, I be disrespecting Wale, bro. For what? Never heard a single song of his, but I hate on him because everybody. Oh, I'm on that bandwagon, up. nigga. That's fucked up. I know it is. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he's bad as an artist. I just Yo, don't think just he's... had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> yeah, they don't get the credit he deserves. I just don't think he's comfortable being a celebrity. That that's yeah. true. That's you get, true. You get the like the inclination that he's like a little awkward. Is that what it is? And it, uh, it's just some people they don't really like. You, we talked about with Amore. Like you don't really want the spotlight. Like you want to do music and you want the yeah. money from it. You want everything that comes with, but you just don't want that's this. That's like Bryson Tiller, which bro. is very Interviews. like it comes with it though. Like that's the problem. It, it comes with it, especially nowadays. It was probably a lot easier oh, yeah. back in the nineties. You can just like fucking drop a track. And it's just only be like the really really famous people, like mm-hmm. Beyonce. Like you don't hear well, from her. Unless she goes out. Well, the thing is, is that they've done the groundwork. Like they've been doing interviews, but exactly. now they're at a point where, like, no one. Mm-hmm. She don't. If she comes out on tomorrow, no one. She'll not, don't have to do interviews, exactly. and the album is automatically going to be. She doesn't have to do any other rounds because she's so nothing. established. Like when Drake or Kendrick or even Cole, Cole they all drop. Nikki, mm-hmm. they don't got to do into not a single shot. A. If they do anything, yes. it's because they want to. Or they yeah. respect the person they're coming in to see. You know exactly. If you guys are listening to us, you are listening to the damn podcast. Here on the mic is Drew. This is season three episode. So full, we bringing you more. Cause oh, yeah. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Can't Let stop, the beat drop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to my right, we got the one and only Mr. Fourth Quarter. It's Mr. Fourth Quarter, and it's your favorite. It's Don Bruce. Don but Bruce. today we're missing the coziest man. Yes, cozy baby. You where you at, bro? But then to our bro. right, though, to make up for it, we have a special guest with us. You yes. want to tell him about yourself? My name is Leek. I am an intern uh, this semester at Sway in the Morning. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so, and that's how I Dang met Drew because Drew also works a series. He used to be a Sway intern as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Matt's doing fine. He's probably celebrating that it's Thirsty, thirsty Thursdays. True. You yeah. know, and he's Latino, Dummy. so you know Friday Latinos love to drink. Dummy Thursday. <laughs> the weekend st- officially starts tomorrow. Any plans for the weekends, guys? This weekend? Um, I don't know. I Usually, I don't ever plan a weekend. Weekends for me usually go with the flow and wherever it takes me, it takes me. Got you. So Friday, my friend is having a birthday party on Friday night at this bar in Brooklyn. Um, I really wanted to go to Howard this weekend for Howard Homecoming, but I oh. decided not to go because I'm, I know I'm going to be tempted to spend a lot of money, and I don't want to do that. I felt that, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, how, uh, speaking of school and homecomings, how is your homecoming? Where, what school do you go to? Oh, I didn't it. go to my homecoming this year. I mean, I go to PWYC. You know that shit is whack. Or whack PWYC. PWI. PWI, predominantly white institution. And they can never get the right artist every year. It's always somebody whack, some white, you know, pop singer that no one's listened to in like five, seven years. Are kidding? We got, we. <laughs> yeah, we got, you're kidding. Yeah. He said, what? You said, you're kidding? No, kidding. Oh, no, you said, funny. no, we got kidding. Yeah, I know. That's one. Everybody yeah. was like, who the fuck is this dude? No, kidding. He got, he got hits, but it's like, he's I can't not. even he name like a song. Songs. I can't name it though. That's the problem. Two songs. I, I ain't gonna it, cut though. it. Like, no, bro, your set's like 30 minutes. The songs each are like three. 
three minutes it's long. Like Thirty minutes. You know, it's like when I went to me, Rob, and Brendan. We went to Slate, and then um, what's the what's the band? It was Sway Lee and uh, yeah, Ray Schrammer. Ray Schrammer. There we go. There we go. Ray Schrammer, and they had like four songs. Like four hits, and then everything else was like features on everybody's song, and then they started doing just other people's songs totally. I was like, Really, guys? All right, man. Mm-hmm. I All saw right. Ray Shrem. Ray Shrem's, they're lit, dude. They're pretty good. They are lit, but it, that just wasn't the place for it. That we shouldn't have gone there. What year that. was this? This was last year, after the Pizza Zoo last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. after we, so I went to Pizza Zoo. This was like um, after the third album. It was like August. August. So they had like mad tracks, but yeah. still, I guess they flopped for you, bro. But the hits, though. Like, that's. You could have magic. Yo, but their hits. I saw them at Astroworld, the Astroworld Festival, and they went crazy. Like, they had the entire. They they made the entire crowd bump. But that's when you know, like, we talked about artists and we talked about Wale a little bit about being here for so long. Drake could sit there for three hours and just hit, 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 hit. He don't even have to touch any other songs Mm -hmm. that some people might know, some people might not. So that's the difference between artists like that. And that's. I feel like a lot of older people or, or people in the older generation. They kind of get mad at that, where it's mm-hmm. like people are just chasing the hits, and and they're like, oh, it started with Soldier Boy back in the day with the mm-hmm. cell phone or the ringtone rappers, and and that's what mm-hmm. they called it. Different, yo, that's a fact, bro. I remember I would go on my old ass Verizon phone, and I go into the <laughs> Verizon store, and I would preview every song. And I'd be like, yo, if I had money, I'd cut this shit, yo, yo. I got in trouble with that with my sister because when my sister had a cell phone, I didn't, and I would go and literally buy the ringtones of my favorite songs. She'd be like, what the fuck, Link? <laughs> My two dollars went. Yeah, crazy how shit changes because nobody uses ringtones anymore, bro. It's all the same iPhone. I mean, I wanted to do a ring back, but you know, now that I'm a professional now, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want like some some white HR lady calling you, and it's like, why am I hearing you know Beyonce? You know, I'm trying to call this person. Why is Formation playing? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this guy got the Rick Ross on. Yeah, got text tone. Got the when somebody every time yo, it happens. On the podcast sometimes. That's the like, funniest and I, part. Because I forget to shut it off. Yeah. So it'll be a mid-conversation click, and I'll just be like, huh. <laughs> it's always when the guest is speaking, too, and they're just like mid, mid-sense. Huh. Like, they right. always give me like a double take, like, Everyone's what was that? Like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but back to school. Um, so you go to University, university of... University of No Hope. Oh, it's really cool. Now that's that up. Now, <laughs> no, that's that's the nickname. That's the nickname. It's, a, it's called it's called Ooh. the University of New Haven. Um, yeah. I'm a super senior because I finished. I graduated high school in 2014, but I'm taking forever for school. It's whatever, you know. Bro, we've all we've all been there, bro. Exactly. I took an extra semester. That's been all Matt's still in school. <laughs> There's one like one consistent thing about education it's that sometimes the four-year track isn't necessarily indicative of the, of the modern experience a lot of my friends who are in it either do either get lucky and they're out be- before four years because they do get their credits and all that stuff yeah. but a lot of people our age bro are doing more than four yeah yeah i just want to leave <laughs> Yeah. You know, like yeah, I'm getting old, so and now the 2000s babies is coming in. Yo, <laughs> like, that's wow. what I was like. Thank God, I'm getting out. But <laughs> you gotta wake up for another 8 a.m. in your life. Yo, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to do that. Um, and now I'm an online student, so I have like I have 16 credits left to take. Okay. I, after the semester, I have nine credits. So basically, wait, nine? No, no, six? Cre- no. Seven credits, and then I'm guessing I'm taking nine credits next semester. But I'm trying to take a intercession class. So I'll be done by May 2020. But Let's the, but you know how they get you is the electives. Yo, like, yes, can I just man. take the classes in my major? Thank you. Yo, I'm <laughs> saying the same thing, bro. That's why I literally had to do my extra semester because I finished all my major same classes. Here. I had to do another three credits of electives. I'm like, bro, what the? 
That, Honestly, it has nothing like you could graduate in two years just taking your classes. Honestly, you could just and save so much more money just based off that. We keep talking about finances and, and going it's through financial aid and, and everything. Who never fi- pick up the fucking phone? Every school, every Yo, school. Bro, yeah, that, right. It we were matter. we had when we had Kiana, Kiana on, did. we were roasting Iona for it, yep. but it's like a thing in every college ever. Oh, it's, every, and it's probably worse at HBCUs too. I've heard the story. Yeah. Yo, bro, it probably gets worse the bigger the colleges. The bigger college because Iona's yeah. tiny, but it's still kind of mm-hmm. lackluster. You go to like Penn State or something, bro. It's probably well, probably if the school, well, if the school has rich people, because this girl was was telling me she went to Howard, and of course it was filled up the when she went to USC for grad school, Mm -hmm. not barely a soul. You know, because certain people have money, they don't. Universe. Well, they call in California. Well, it's also mm-hmm. called the University of Spoiled Children, as you can see yeah. with that whole, uh, yep, this whole summer, scandal. The whole scandal with yo, yeah. that's funny. Oh, that um, but you mentioned Howard University, and and you mentioned the homecoming. But yeah. they had that scandal like last year, I think it was, where the Shit. guy stole money. Shit, I would have done that too. <laughs> like what? Oh, first of all, if I had five hundred thousand dollars, first thing I do is buy a car. Because in Long Island, Bro. guys, it's like L.A. or Atlanta. It's like to get a car in in the suburbs is a Write a passage. You need a car. <laughs> exactly. you're there. First thing I would get a car. Go. I would go on vacation. Like I would be like my professors. <laughs> We're New Yorkers are spoiled like myself, bro. Because we can get around with just the train and the bus, man. But the fact you go it's anywhere annoying. where it's, it's like trees bro. everywhere, you're not walking, bro. And if anything, you have a bike. Nah, bro. You need the whip. The four wheels. The whip. No, for it, it's annoying though. But like I was saying, I, I would have been here earlier, but the, it was the rush hour. Like I literally could not have gotten. I literally could not have, like, I couldn't get on the D train. It was just so packed. And I was like, bro. So I had to wait for the next one. And then even that was packed. So I got here. No, the the way it works, bro, in rush hour, you either have to position yourself right as the door comes through, or you're going to have to, you're going to have to stiff arm some people. You hit it with the NFL. Yeah, right. you really it was have to women run. in front of me, so I was like, "Yeah, you have to run faster than a white girl in a Jason Voorhees movies." To be honest, facts. <laughs> you gotta catch facts. these trains. That shit, you and gotta go quick, bro. It's crazy, especially it's rush hour. It's the worst. And it's overpopulated yeah. now in New York. 100%. Like it's like everyone is here now. Like I'm just like, you guys. Some of you guys need to stop moving here. It's way too crowded here. Like, yeah. You know? So speaking Y'all of commutes, how do you get from Long Island to the Sirius XM building? So I live in so I live in Elmont, Long Island. Which for those that's the home of the El- Belmont Racetrack, I also live near Green Acres. Mm-hmm. Um, I can so usually I like to wake up at maybe like 4:30, 4:50 because sometimes it takes forever to find. I, you know what? When it comes to home, I need to find like a day to clean all my stuff. So I can like, you know, get my clothes quick. So I get my clothes, my backpack or whatever. I usually get breakfast on the way to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so usually either my mom, you know, even though she's 62 and irritated, but she'll drive me sometimes to either the train station, either the Long Island Railroad, the Valley Stream train station, or to Hempstead Turnpike and Meacham. There's a N6 bus that can take me to the F train. That depends on how much money I have and how lazy I am. Mm-hmm, but sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm tired, you know, I might either, because it's, it's usually cheaper if I take the bus and subway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm not getting monthly tickets because I kind of figured it out. Nope. Yep. Um, and then once I get to, so if I take the F train, all I have to do is get off Rockefeller. I'm yep. right there, serious. Mm-hmm. And then if it's um, through Penn Station, then I go take the the one train or the two train or three to Times Square, and then the mm-hmm. end to 49th, and I'm there. So it's yeah, not, or 50th Street if you want to. Thank God for Google Maps, because guys, if it was 2002, bro. I would be lost home. I like, would not. <laughs> You'd have to print out the map quest, bro. <laughs> print out the map literally. Yo, I, I would, would not leave, bro. Yo, I remember like my what was it my cousin? It was like my sisters. Well, my me and my sister had different fathers, mm-hmm. but my sister's niece, uh, she used to live with us for a couple of years, and she's from Ohio. 
she don't know New York like for for anything. And I guess she was trying to go to New Jersey for some job interview or whatever. This girl was home alone, lost in New York, trying to get from Long Island to New Jersey. Like we had to call she Bro, call she didn't know where she was going. Then she apparently over the phone she said I'm about to hop in a gypsy cab. Like what year was this? This was 2014, 2013 ish. So damn, we still had Google. That's why I'm like. Well, yeah, we start. Yeah, well, I she's mean, still, Apple but had she's that. A very, Apple she's a chicken-headed person. But that's true. Don't coming, coming from you know, and this is this is the yeah, worst. I mean, if you don't send it this podcast, you won't hear it. <laughs> it's just the worst place to be, honestly. Yeah. If you're like a little, little like directionally challenged. Yeah, because if you're if you don't know where the fuck you're going, but, bro, you end up in Brooklyn and oh, you want to be in Manhattan. You gonna take the express train by accident? This it's over. There's been times where it's like you want to take like especially if you don't know the area where well, you'll take a bus and the bus goes express and you go past your stop. Yeah. Then um, you're four even the train sometimes. You're four stops deep and you're like the train's not too bad because the train yeah, yeah. layout's pretty easy. You yeah, just yeah. get on the other side. Yeah. Go uptown, or it's even right? worse when you sleep and you wake up and you're at the, you're at the last stop. Yo, bro, that, the happened, wrong stop. that happened to me a month ago. I was absolutely <laughs> shit-faced. Shit-faced. Taking the four train, I missed my stop by six stops, bro. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh. I had to call my ass an Uber, bro, and the Uber was packed to capacity. My drunk ass stumbled in, and, <laughs> and then I fell asleep in the Uber. Right? I can't. I get home, and the guy's like, bro, you, this is your stop. I'm like, thank you, my friend i gave him i gave him a tip yeah, only time i've ever course. tipped in my life really only time no tipped in uber i've tipped i, all, I tip all the time really? i don't tip ubers bro <laughs> yeah, people do in general oh my god that's just sometimes i have a lot of pet peeves with uber i think the biggest one is when they ask me three million questions yeah. Shit, oh, yes. like the drivers itself? It depends. It depends. Yeah. Yo, it gets worse if you're outside of New York. So if you're like in a little suburban area or oh, like down south, so nice. because the southern hospitality, when I went to Houston, mm-hmm. bro, me and this Uber driver, he would not stop talking to me. And it was a 50-minute ride. So the entire 50 minutes, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 50 yep. minutes? Yep. Well, Houston's kind of huge, bro. Yeah, yeah, I know, but damn. Well, yeah. I feel like, I mean, for me, it depends on, on the mood. Like, Vegas, mm. sometimes, like, if I'm coming, if I'm taking, like, it from Uber to the train station, sometimes, like, I'm prepping for work or whatnot i'm yeah, on the yeah. phone i'm busy i can't have time to talk or i might be tired you know mm-hmm. i might be not in a bad mood i may maybe had a bad day mom pissed me off whatever and you ask me three million questions especially <laughs> i mean sometimes immigrant uber drivers they'll they're the one happy, happy bro, they don't ones. they don't pick they up on to, social cues they try to get a tip <sighs> bro shout out to the uber drivers who can recognize when you don't want to yeah, talk and they're like yo that. do you want the ox <laughs> Honestly. Shout out to Looking them, rear view. Look at my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all right, bro, you're good. You get five stars yeah. and let's keep it pushing, brother. But then there was, there was one time where I actually had the same Uber driver twice in a day. So like in the morning, yeah. going to school, we talked and everything. Then coming back, I picked up an Uber. I was like, this looks like the exact same one. And then it got in. Oh, shit. Um, but like we had a lot in common. Like but like his wife worked for the United Nations. My dad worked for it. And both been to Africa. And every, so that was actually yeah, a dope That might have been like your brother, bro. Also, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That was like a dope conversation. So you, you get you get some, some the Ubers are cool. I'm not gonna front. Yeah, 100. Every time, if you if you for whatever reason you ever want to have a conversation with an Uber driver, I don't know why you would. Just ask him about being an Uber driver. That's usually <laughs> that'll get him talking, bro. Yeah, um, a lot of them. Well, one of them actually said that he's using Uber to pay for his car, so like any expenses that he has and everything. Yeah, I tried to it. be an Uber driver. I don't know about how nope. Lyft does it, but I do Uber Eats. I don't want nobody. Mocking <laughs> Uber. No, Eats is worse, dude. I, I don't know. Do you don't get know to eat I'll, the food? No. <laughs> I'm about to say I would you curse them out on Twitter if they, and, and any of the Uber. <laughs> Drivers did that Yo, shit. bro, I got a Grubhub order <laughs> once, and the food. dude ran. Like, he was on his feet. He ran with my food. Yo, I hate it when they be, like, in the car, and then they be on a bike. I'm like, 
like, what the? F-? No, it, I ordered like, okay, I was walling. It was like 2 a.m. I was dumb smacked. And yeah, I ordered nachos. <laughs> I was walling for a second. running outside. Bro, I was like, it was like, we'll be there in 30 minutes. And I was like, 30 minutes came up. And I like, called them. I was like, where are that? And they're like, yo. <laughs> like, no, nah, he'll be there shortly. He's just a little, you might have to give him some time. I was oh, like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. It might be the car is a little fucky. It's old. Yeah. The engine's messed up. No, my son literally came through huffing and puffing and was like, here's your order. My fault for taking so long. I was like, have a good night. And he he's told me have a good night. He ran back the way he came. Damn. I tipped him, though. I tipped him. Of course. Because if no, a nigga's running at, at 2 in the morning, <laughs> puffing and puffing, you have Damn. to, bro. I, I don't know whether to be, like, proud or scared for this nigga. Yeah, like, bro. he has no mm. fears. Just running around with food in New York at that time at 2 a.m. But back to University of No Hope. <laughs> of zero yeah, University hope. University of, of No Hope. What is the worst part about the university? Besides, like, registrar and all um, that stuff. Charlie, what is the worst because, part? Because um, I, I recently spoke with Emmy, and then we were like, there's no... there was. There was a social life, but a lot yeah. of it was, like, Greek life. Uh, that's how yeah. it is in the suburban I mean, schools. I mean, that's most schools, to be honest. Like, you know, they have the white the, the white ones. The, uh, they have one black one on campus due to campus race politics. They have Spanish ones, which I didn't even know there was Spanish Greek until I got to college. Because mm-hmm. um, my only exposure to Greek life was that, what was that show on ABC Greek with the white folks? It was on ABC Family, but they changed it to Freeform. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got, like, you know, Phi Sigma Sigma and Sigma Alpha Epsilon. <laughs> you know, that shit Damn is corny bro. as fuck. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, and, you know, it's all good shit, whatever. But some of these people, I mean, I don't want to name names, but some of these people be on Instagram. Yo, you you, you know, killed that impression, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dead ass. And, it's just, and then you see black people in the white orgs or whatever, and you look at, like, what the... Yeah, they, the, 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 the darker kids and the white frats move differently, bro. Honestly. And then it's like, they meet each other, like, you know, they they get, you know, uh, initiated in the org or whatever, and they post these long paragraphs on Instagram. That's my big, that's my little, I'm like, bitch, you barely know this person. Bro, you're giving me, like, PTSD <laughs> from college right now. <laughs> like, that's Iona, yeah. dude. That's crazy. Coming from outside like my parents my mom was never in one my dad he said that he joined one for like two minutes and then he just he was like all right i'm done with this i, like, yeah. I don't like it i've just never been ingrained with that with that culture no i just for, i just we i just felt like for me personally why am i gonna pay for this first and foremost and because people That's usually true. when i found out they had to pay i was like well, you have to pay yeah. like every year or like every, every semester or some every shit year. right or, there. Or, oh it's every and year, also every the year, thing too is that they don't also the thing is like whoever's on podcast they don't these greek people they don't even like each other they'd be talking shit about each other That's like true. i remember Yo, like it's this, all fake bro like <laughs> all fake black ones white ones spanish ones like i remember one time i was in with my dorm i was in this like there's like this like little um lounge in the dorm whatever all the white greeks with people whatever it's all talking trash about each other yada yada out of this, this, that, or whatever. I'm like, I'm so over this. Like, how are you gonna say that, but then call them your brother? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. bro, that's crazy. That's just regular. That's life. Like, is is they try to make it so separate from, I guess us. Like they try to separate themselves from us. But I'm like, it's like it's an the exclu- There's like an exclusivity thing yeah. because you yeah. pay for it and you have these yeah. letters that you can't associate with them. You know, that I don't like. I I never liked it, and I, I just can't do it. Like that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Like, there's there's benefits like though. Like if you're like in some of the fraternities that are 
national, like the ones yeah, that are literally yeah. coast to coast and they have chapters everywhere. To get a job. You can, that'll, if you play your cards right, you can, they can hold you down. You yeah, know? There's other, yeah, there's other, I mean, you can, there's other networking groups though that you don't have to pay like a thousand dollars and something for. Yeah. Like I'm part of the National Association of Black Journalists. I'm part of Grammy U. There's um, IRTS. There's TR Foundation. These are for minorities who want to be in media entertainment. But if you want to do nursing or, or science or anything else, mm-hmm. there's probably, you know, groups for it too yeah. where you can find some sort of solidarity. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I'm a low-key rebellious person. Like, Not, I always yeah. say like if Greek was Britney Spears, I'd rather be pink. Like, you Gosh. know. <laughs> I get that. I feel that. Not, especially now with, with social media. There's so, you could create your own group just, just like that. Yeah. At, I mean, at, going at off of what you said, everything is so interconnected now that you for whatever you want there's a group of people for that shit you know what I mean Honestly. no matter how niche you think it is or there's nobody like you bro there's a there's thousands of people that's like you. definitely been the theme for me this year like everything is just so connected like you guys walked in here and knew the exact same person cause you interned with him and you went to school with I mean yeah, to be honest, honest with you like, shout out to Tyler Butler it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a Tyler Butler what you doing you should come here to guest the podcast one time I'm gonna hit him up actually Fuck honestly but, but I mean first of all New York is just a small world in general like, true <laughs> To be it's honest, a, it's a small ass world with so many fucking people, dude. You honestly. were saying that shit. You were like, move out. Honestly, <laughs> and then and a lot of people like even now now New Yorkers are starting to move out because we're like, fam, you're it's getting spend. Well, it's I mean, here's my thing. It, well, I was gonna say like if you want to like for me, I want to be in the entertainment industry. There's just certain cities I have to move to. Like Miami is gonna be just as expensive as here. Mm, LA is expensive, LA. but you know you want to find city that's right for you. You know where's yeah. Atlanta's low key underrated. Was, yeah. yeah, they're up and they're strong up and coming. So oh, you might want to look into that. Honestly, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, Rick Ross's house is in Atlanta, and then they're gonna everybody use it. they're literally. gonna use it for. Uh, I mean, the Tyler Perry Studios they built. You know, that's yeah. it's a big it's a big film hub for sure mm-hmm. for Black Hollywood especially because also you know it's less money that has to be spent if exactly. they would shoot it in L. A. But also people don't realize they shoot movies in Canada. A lot of the you know mm-hmm. major films, dude. Yeah, a lot of places that claim to be in New York City are uh-huh. in Canada. Ohio they as well. Use, they use like Vancouver crazy. and all that shit instead, which is insane. And you don't even notice it, honestly. Yeah, it looks the same. The city is the city, man. You shout, only... shout out to the Joker because in the Joker they had they used the Bronx for it, and one of the shots is in my block. Hey, that's lit as <laughs> fuck. Step outside. That's oh, lit as fuck. It too. was the day he wasn't home. Yeah, nah, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, the one day. I always miss it. Yeah. And then he oh, was man. and Joaquin Phoenix's character was running up the train. It was the Ford train. Yeah. They changed it. It's like the O train or some shit <laughs> oh, in the okay. movie. Obviously. Yeah. I've always wondered how they do that because it's so crowded here. Like that's that's why they move out because you can't you can't make every single movie in New York. Like John Wick. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to do that, to go to the New York uh, Public Library, Forty Second Street, fam. You have to block off That's the hardest everything. That's the hardest part of movies, dude. Just yeah. getting, like, the licenses and the permits and stuff to be able to shoot. Because I think it's, like, the minute you have people in it, like, random bystanders, you need their consent or all that kind of shit. And you have to go mm-hmm. through, like, an office and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then you have to go in the waiting process. I speak because I've tried it before. Just, so just for filmmaking shit. Just for like a, a two second scene, it takes like oh, ten sorry. minutes of preparation. Well, it's also like, it's depending on where you use it as well. Because I was trying to shoot a short, right? And instead of like going to these one of these big places, I literally went. The scene was in a diner. I just called the diner up. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, can I use this for a movie? I will buy mad food after." Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh, and we shot it late at night too. So then that also means that there was no one on the street, so we didn't get the permit. Uh, there it is. Oh, the restaurants are free way. food. There, there is. There's ways to finesse everybody. You know, you gotta be a little, a little intuitive. And free yeah. food is very hard to come by. Cause I remember you texted me one day. You're like, any cheap places to buy food? I was like, 
McDonald's <laughs> scamming people. The, the dollar menu. <laughs> I was like the food truck outside, which is like six dollars. Dollar menu. Chipotle. Keys, the, the Chipotle. Chipotle's expensive to begin with. Shit, I used to work at Chipotle, but it's, but it's the same price everywhere. True, That's true. That's I mean, I used I to like, work at Chipotle, so and even though I hated working there, the best part was copping the free food when I had a shift, and then on the off days I can get fifty percent off. Um, yeah, it's fifty percent yeah. off. But mm-hmm. if you go in and you're cool with your coworkers, it's, it's 100% off. a hundred percent off. I'm weak. Yeah. Now if you get that perk, but it's like perk. even just shit. You realize when you get older, like shit is expensive. It's yeah. like once you turn eighteen or when your parents start to stop, you know, financially supporting you. It's like you walk, you breathe, and it's a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You walk outside, it's one hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere, it's a hundred and, and <laughs> seventy dollars. <laughs> somebody made a funny, somebody made a funny ass tweet where it was like, I've made the financial decision to stop living. <laughs> it's Honestly. a lot cheaper. No, that still costs money. You die, it costs money, bro. Yeah, no, you somebody else gotta pay for that shit. Exactly. Though. <laughs> you, there's another ten grand. Like what? That shit is crazy. You can't you can't live like without paying for anything. And I'm just like, this is Hard. the most insane. That's why uh, I keep saying that there's like five things that I'm ready for, and one thing is for like retirement and all this stuff. Like I just want to go to an island, Dead just ass. live, do a podcast, Drew, looking at the that, beach. You know that islands are up for sale. You can like buy oh, yeah. whole ass islands. Yeah. Rich, uh, what's his name? Branson or something like that? The one that uh, who owns the island that Obama was on? Okay. Richard Branson? I, yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah okay. no, you can own the island. Islands? I, I'm not they, saying I they, they range. It. Yo, I'm with it. The damn, the damn island. The damn island. <laughs> That'd be way The millennial yeah, you're, social you're invited, island. bro. I'm invited, yeah. bro. If we cop nah, it's the millennial show. social island, bro. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. We Shout out to be. Matt. Shout out <laughs> to Matt. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but speaking of, of the building and, and Chipotle and, and everything there. Yeah. Come on. Segway. No. Uh, uh, Sirius XM, which is where we met. We I mentioned that, that before. If Matt was here, it would have been a trifecta of, of Sirius XM, Sway in the Morning, Facts. and Turn. Bro, that's crazy. We had, we had uh, Marguerite on uh, earlier on the first episode of the season. She mm-hmm. interned for Sway last year with me as well. Yeah. Uh, so basically, how how's that uh, experience going for you? Because you've had a couple radio. Uh, yeah. So I have a long, extensive internship. Got, uh, <laughs> internships, and I still am in college. So before Sway in the morning, the summer, I didn't have an internship, so I was just freelancing all over the place. Um, I was a freelance writer for the Jasmine brand. I did some stuff for the the YBF. Um, for two days and then I left because what's I was the like, YBF? Oh. The Young Black and Fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's like a Black TMZ or Black Perez Hilton. Um, editorial writing gets a little boring after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an extra in BJ the Chicago Kids music video. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then before before that, I was at Power Five Point One. I was an intern for Angie Martinez. Ooh. Before that, I was at Vibe Magazine. Before that, I was at Hot Ninety Seven, and I did Hip Hop DX at the same time. Like, Damn, my, you got the credentials, bro. I'm kind of shook right now. I mean, Ooh. my thing is that like. Like, you know, I didn't have, I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry since I was little. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have family who was in it at all. Mm-hmm. No way to help me or whatever. Yeah. And then you come into college and then you meet the older students who tell, who graduate and they don't have a job in the industry for three years, even though they spent all the Instagram. I'm like, oh no, I can't yeah. graduate and be a barista at Starbucks. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and a lot of times, like sometimes school, you know, advisors or professors will help you, but sometimes they won't help you. Um, my professor, I mean, not, nothing against my professors my one professor campbell she works in hard news so that's really what she knows and then my other professor tom garrett well he used to work at def jam records this was back in 1990 so this is like 30 years ago he don't know no but like people who was there 30 Yo, years ago low-key mm-hmm. is almost 30 years 30 ago. it'll actually was, they just celebrated their 35 their 35th year anniversary oh but he was there like 1990 God. the time label started flies in 84. by mm-hmm. bro. dead ass so which one was the first one 
Uh, which well, first one? What? Internship. Oh, internship. Well, the f- technically first internship. It wasn't a known. Everyone knew it was at Radio Free Brooklyn. It was more of a volunteer thing. It's an internet. It's like a grassroots internet station in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't really do it as much just because I was working. I was working three jobs that summer to pay bills. I was working at Chipotle, and then I almost got fired. And then I got a job at CVS, which I like better because Chipotle niggas had to take three buses to get there. <laughs> you said CV like the pharmacy. CVS. 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 Yeah, I was okay. a cashier though, not the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So, and if no, you're a pharmacist, you, 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 you gotta work, do that. You need to work your way up to be a pharmacist. Not anything like <laughs> can be a pharmacist. Uh-uh, no. I don't want the responsibility. But yeah, it was, yeah I like bread, though. Yeah, it was closer to the house, which I liked. And I also worked at this, like, private clothing store. So it wasn't... And then the second internship was spring of 18. I worked for For Harriet. It's this website created by this black woman named Kimberly Foster. It's very similar to, like... Think of a millennial version of, like, Essence, but on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. And then Hot 97 was, like, the the big major thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay, so I didn't really, you know... Did you work on a specific show over there? Or uh, they had us at of... WBLS, which wasn't fun. Oh, That's all okay. I'm gonna say. Oh, really? <laughs> so it sounds yeah. like you have like a you, you like the like old jams. Um, a... Yeah, I do. But you know, I don't know. I like hip. What I like most way in the morning, or even a powerful one. Like being in hip hop radio, it's more like lively. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's more lively. There's more laughter. You know, like mm-hmm. the DJs come for the guest mixes. They always yeah. play the throwbacks, and nice. I'm always like having a good time. The freestyle fighters are so cool. Mm-hmm. And Heather B, shout out to Heather B. She be making me laugh hurt and sway like no yes. cap. Like I be dying when I they say some saying, of that Heather stuff. Heather B is my industry mom. Honestly, go. like she's just she's an aunt. She's very yes. personable. Like she's very cool. Mm. Um, but but yeah, you know, I like that's that's the part about hip hop. It's very lively. It's very youngish, you know. So you want the quiet But <laughs> but I like but I like R and B. But I like yeah, R and B yeah. music. Like right now, I'm sure everyone right now is listening to Summer Walker's album, you know, which mm-hmm. is on fire. Like and it's great. I mean, I shouldn't have been judging her. On, I mean, I still judge her on her looks, whatever. Because for those who don't know what she looks like, oh. she comes from the same tribe as Post Malone. Like you know, like, <laughs> huh? She calling her ugly. Summer, I mean, I, I mean, if water. I was straight, I wouldn't I'm, date her. I'm looking, I'm, you looking, know. I'm gonna look this girl up. Oh my is it god, a, is it, it's a girl, right? <laughs> it's a girl. Yeah, Summer, Summer Walker. Walker. That's a, that doesn't even sound like a real name. <laughs> just the industry name. Come on, bro. Let's see his Dom starts on. Oh, that's not. I'm about to say she don't. Let me. Yeah, she looks more like this. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I don't have the same picture. This is what she looks like more tattoos. Someday she looks like you know, she, she has, has like she has like tattoos. She has like that. Oh, but so you never that stoner chick vibe. Yeah, know. but she can also like that twerker vibe. You know, I don't know. I don't know. She was on a poll literally on, on Twitter yeah. like a week ago or the, the week before her album dropped. So you got it right. There's just so much R and B going on. I need you guys to put Let's me on. Bro. I don't know who to listen to. Summer, what, do you listen to LMA? Yeah, yeah. I, do. LMA I didn't like the last album. She only had one album. Well, it, the, the, EP, well the, the, the I like the EPs before yeah. the album. That's this what is I what like. she looks like. So chose the ugliest photo, oh, huh? Yeah. She chose the worst photo, huh? That's why I said the worst. I mean, it's a video. The, po- but... the Post Malone. I see it now. I he see where you're I coming from. Ew! What the fuck is that? What the fuck? Summer Walker. But I think we're come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Oh wait, she's busy. This album about to exonerate. I mean, first of all, they're expecting this album to debut at number one, which could happen. Um, and that would become it would make it the first R and B album by a female R and B artist since 2016. 
to debut at number one. What was well, Solange? Probably Beyonce. Solange and Solange. Well, Beyonce, oh. yeah, that was 2016. Um, Everything is Love album came out in, what, 2017 or 20, 2018, but that didn't... The one with the Carters? Yeah, but yeah. that missed the number one spot. And technically, it wasn't a female... Well, because it, it was a... a duo. They were duo, Collab, so yeah. it wouldn't really count, I guess, in their rules, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, but, it's just hip-hop and, like, R&B now. They kind of blur. The lines of them are becoming a lot more mm-hmm. intertwined, I feel like. But I'm a fan. I'm a fan of of the trap beats, and and having like a, a melody R&B. on top of it, like a singer and, ha- and on having it. like a, an R and B artist sing over it. Basically, yeah, that's like a different yeah. vibe. I think that I'm surprised that hasn't blown up far bigger than it is now. I'm gonna keep it. Well, on. it, it I is. Think I mean, you be. have the king R and B Jacquees. Okay. Yeah, where? Jacquees, where? Jacquees, <laughs> I'm like, if people over 25 don't know his songs or whatever, you can't call yourself the king of R and B. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. Damn. People over 25? Yeah. Well, that's my that's my whole discussion. They they're not supposed to, in my opinion. Like yeah. they, they shouldn't know who who Jacquees is. Yeah, just like d- just like when mans, they get bro. Nah. Well, even even young artists, just like the when they get mad at us that we don't know older artists. I'm like I. Sorry, mm-hmm. like I don't know what I, I don't know Curtis Blow. Like I don't know. You want me to know Kumo D? Like I'm sorry, I don't know these people. I, the people that we do know, they keep talking about it. Like that's that's the issue. Like you keep talking about Pac, you keep talking about Big, you keep saying it in every Honestly. song. You keep bringing those Big guys. Up, those guys up. will be forever relevant. Just because exactly of the impact. But, but then you think about it, and it's like the people like coming under, like growing up under us. Like now they're not gonna know the art the artists we're familiar with and it's like damn like- no nah, there's gonna be some of them that are mainstays I think Drake's gonna be a mainstay Jake Cole's gonna be a mainstay Kendrick's gonna be a mainstay but it's like think about the ones we listen to like when we're four like my nephew's like oh who is Christina Aguilera you know what I'm saying that like hurts, you know I mean I feel like my oh. sister wouldn't know who Christina Aguilera is. <laughs> oh but it's like damn it's like or because you know, I'm not putting her on though yeah, I'm not, I'm not making her listen to to old music. Like when I'm yeah. in the car, well, one she's she's young, so I didn't want to hear. I didn't want her to hear any cuss words. Well, she gonna do that by herself anyway. Yeah. I mean that's that's every kid. But I would play. I would play like uh, uh, put WBLS WBLS on in the in the car. So like mm-hmm. maybe she's not gonna pay attention to the old songs, but maybe one day she's gonna go you... out and be like, oh, I, I know that song. My brother played that song. I mean, I get it. It just makes you feel old. Like <laughs> yeah, because because like... when I went to the Griselda show. Like and and DJs come up on sway all the time and then you know they try to test the skills and everything they were spinning and like I didn't besides wonder like I I never really saw it in person like that like in clubs mm-hmm. they just you know they're just gonna play the hits and stuff they're gonna do yeah. they're gonna do their thing but they were like turntables and going hard and and that was because I was shown it instead of just being told yo that was dope back in the day in the park and the, like Honestly. okay cool that's the story but until I see it visually like I'm not gonna really pay attention to it so i feel like that's where the, that's where the divide is because they're not showing us they're just like oh yeah it was cool back then you should look at it i'm like why well, you know what music we need to, look to at come it? back uh, and, uh, remixes like, like not remixes exist but like people do not do not remix anymore like back in the day like mariah carey when she didn't remix she literally rearranged the whole song like you know, you know what i'm saying or, the all they do is just put add this verse on it add this verse yeah. on it and then with remixes i feel like you need to add a certain rapper on it like some remixes don't need this type of rapper or that rapper you know what i'm yeah. saying like when sometimes them- it's just for the clout and just to have the name of the clout Ugh, the only yeah. person <laughs> off the top of my head in hip-hop who will still do the remixes is asap ferg Nicki minaj as well she does but she retired 
<laughs> no, for like, no, she was just honestly, that was just a tantrum. You know, she ain't retired. Probably retired. You, I hope she yeah, doesn't retire, please. I will never. Are you a Nikki, right, Nikki Stanley? Yeah. Because like, you're, you're, you're fucking. You know what it is? I have defense a, force. I, like, yeah, I, I mean, I have a love hate relationship for her, you know? Thank you. So, okay, uh, what, what makes you love. I mean, first of all, she's, I don't know, she's sassy, the lyrics are catchy. Yeah, she kills, um, she kills monster, dude. Honestly. The verse on monsters, ill to this day. The monster, you know, also Itty I bitty think, piggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's very, like, she's very, like, vocal, and she, I feel like she speaks up a lot, about a lot of things that get swept under the rug in the industry. Also, Queen mm-hmm. Radio is funny and entertaining as hell. She, <laughs> she's a personality in the house. Personality. You, is, you can't take that away from her. And also, the thing, too, is I feel like she kind of, now we have, like, in 2010 or 20, 2009, the only rapper everyone was listening to or talking about was Nikki, you know, and she kind of because she said that when 2006 when she was going out for labels, they're like, you know female rappers are dead, you know, no one's investing them anymore, and Mm -hmm. then she comes out she drops Pink Friday, if that becomes big and then Pink Friday when we loaded, you know, the Nikki Mm -hmm. train is still going strong, and now it's 2019 and Everyone, you know, and this comes to the point that guys, because I feel like, you know, a lot of times guys, you know, straight guys don't want to listen to female rapper like, oh, the lyrics or whatever. But now you got niggas sitting, sitting, uh, singing City Girl songs like, City you know, Rob, Rob out here singing the Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> nah, because every party, like, and, and it's true, like, especially the song that she has with the baby. Like niggas is in the club, niggas is singing that shit, and and there was there was one guy he had like the bandana on and everything, and he was just it was booed up by LMA. I don't know if you saw that video. This he yeah. was in his bag just Honestly. singing it. I was like, okay, Respect it's like that, that now. Music it's is like unisex, that. bro. It does not matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Um, but back back to the Sway internship because that that's uh-huh. where we started off. How is it going for you, man? It's going good. Besides the whole waking up early in the morning, it's good. Yeah, so it's cool. always <laughs> the hardest fucking part, bro. I'm not a morning person at all. I mean, I used to do that when I was because the thing is like even though so I live I'm an online student so I'm back home in Long Island. But the last year, I mean the last three years, I was in Connecticut living in the dorms. But last year it was when I interned in New York City at Vibe then at Power. So I would wake up at four or five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. to take a train that was two hours. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. I can take the railroad. I mean, the railroad or the subway, and it'll be like no more than forty-five minutes. Two hours. So, yeah, but the yeah, best part, a, the sleep. That, that's a sleep that's hustle that's right true. there. Bro. That's hustle. That's hustle. That's you but the thing, what Diddy did back sleep. in the day. You hear about yeah, that? Yeah. Oh shit? no, no. First of all, no. First of all, Diddy was a little bit more extended than that. Was like four hours. Yeah. Like, no, he the, would take the train from DC yeah. to New York for the record labels. I yeah. Heard. But a lot of but what people don't know, a lot of people at UNH did that. You know, because so, also some students who were at UNH, they didn't particularly have the privilege of living. Because the thing is, like, let's say if I was really tired, I could just go sleep at my friend's house or whatnot, or my mom house if you know if i don't want to go back to connecticut or whatever but like some people like let's say they lived in massachusetts they did that shit they like i had a friend who would do that and she um you know would commute like three days a week to rca records to intern there another friend she did that with a music publishing and she was an aka so she had to do you know greek duties and she was in bsu i had another person do that in new york like it's you know but you have to rearrange your schedule basically so it's like classes two days a week and then you know you know just make it all squeeze it's like and people don't realize like traveling is mentally and physically exhausting yo i think yeah. it's honestly more the mental part of traveling <laughs> like, it's more mentally exhausting to me at least because mm-hmm. it's like you gotta because it's, it's not physically exhausting especially if you're taking a train or a bus because you're sitting down the entire time you're sitting down but it's like niggas especially well first of all you know when you you know the clock strikes and it's time to go it's time to go mm-hmm. and you want to go home and then for me i would try to make sure i try to catch the shuttle or the bus or something or whatever and not spend money on uber because this winter this past winter like yeah. it was cold point i didn't want to be outside even if it was for two seconds it was like, like one day yo it was like negative 15 i was like oh my god outside. i'm like i'm like I'm, like it hurt 
It hurt. It hurt. Bro, I went in with three bubble coats on. I still felt that shit. <laughs> That's like, why no I'm trying way. to move to LA or Miami. I can't stand the weather here. Like, you don't like the cold weather? Oh no, no. I'm big. I'm a, I like the cold. More, I saw you. Honestly. I saw your uh, your story, your IG story. You was outside. You were like, I don't know why niggas like fall. Honestly, dead <laughs> ass. Especially like for like me being black. Like my hair. Like I can put like you know the the gel on my hair, or whatever, to mm-hmm. moisturize and make sure it doesn't get dry or whatever. In the summertime, I'll be good for several days. In the wintertime, yep. two hours later, I got to. So literally, you had to bring. So with the me. ashy Larry's pulling, Honestly, bro. Chap lips. I'm always Yo, getting bro. cold. I don't uh, want to be lotion. Else. Bro, your arm look like chalk. Honest, <laughs> dead ass. Lotion White people, up. you will never understand the struggle. <laughs> you could never. <laughs> you could never. That's funny. Oh, my God. What's oh, on ice? Bro. I did that. I should have sued the school. So, you're you not... So... Canada is out of the question and all. Um, I would visit it. Well, I'm. Well, if it's like not in the summertime, it wouldn't only for business purposes. But nah, otherwise, in the summertime, I, I, I'll come through. As long as it's weather, as long as like when it comes to like coming to other places, like you know, if I move to LA one day and live my best professional personal life, like I'll come to Shy Town in Canada when it's hot and nice outside. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm still coming with cold, but cold for business. Like if I have to go to exactly, work, yeah. then yeah, but yeah. not for you know, pleasure, so to speak. Yeah, not for know? pleasure, but I'll come in the summer for pleasure. Yo, you know, bro, like, bro but some, Chicago is bad. I've been here in Chicago is fire, bro. You know, it's cool, but the weather though is because it's a windy city, so it's already oh, like yeah, ten, yeah, it's yeah, already yeah, like two yeah. degrees. Then the wind hits you, bro, and you're shivering. And seasonal like, depression as well. And people have said that if you when some people move to the 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 you know the warmer climate, their mental health is way much better, and you'll feel motivated to exercise. hundred you know, percent. I mean, the only thing that has me ambivalent about LA is well, of course, well, I'm gonna have to do public transportation. I know I'm not gonna have any money unless that somebody on here wants to buy you know who's listening to this has money and wants to buy me a car for when I come to <laughs> LA, but. But I'm not going to be taking public tra- transportation. The only ambivalence is fake people. I hate fake people. Especially from New York. Like, we're such real people. Like, I can spell phony from mile oh, fucking way. I went in for a job interview. <laughs> oh, that's such a fact, I went in bro. for a job interview. I'm not going to say where. Uh-huh. But they were too nice. To the point where I was like, can you, like, be mean? Like, he was like, do you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, yo, chill. Like, I'm good. It's like, like a it fucking TV. Annoying. It's like one of those old TV yeah, shows, man. I'm it's like, like really. It's like you're too nice to the point where it's, like, awkward. And yeah, it looks like, like it's like a fucking front. And I never thought I would say that where I'm uncomfortable with somebody's too nice, but I was just like, this is not what I'm used to. I'm used like to like, part of like sit a there cult or some shit. You're coming, but go. But she was like, oh, do you want? I mean, of course, some, sometimes they'll offer you water and stuff. Yeah. But it was it was just the vibe was just off, and I was like, was it for was it a, like a regular or was it an entertainment industry job? Oh no, it wasn't entertainment. It was okay. just for a regular nine to five or whatever. Yeah. I need a full time job, bro. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, bro. I went in for those interviews, and one of them in White Plains, bro, it was weird. It yeah, was very weird. The atmosphere that, was very. On. The atmosphere was like very oppressive, but everyone was like faking a smile. Yeah, They're like oh, you're Dominic. Are you? Do you want coffee, water, <laughs> juice, soda, kombucha, tea? I'm like, how much shit do you have back there? <laughs> like, first of all, Chipotle. We got you. Oh, you know what question I hate? I think I had an interview at a McDonald's. Oh my! And the white lady asked, she's like, "What? What's your favorite music you like to listen to?" And I was like, and I just said, I was being honest. I was like, R&B and hip hop. Like, I don't people ask me that stuff especially like if it's at like i mean like and what does it have to do, do with, with the job like what so because i like you write my music yeah. you think i'm gonna be ghetto and ratchet but most of the people who work most of the people who work there was black already you know so like yeah <laughs> that's fucking crazy go put on trap music while cooking this that'd be fire low-key yeah, that'd be a move yeah, i mean you don't even really uh, even fucking gucci, cook <laughs> gucci 08 <laughs> shit that is one thing i hate Fuck about <laughs> This is one thing I hate about working retail. Some of that music oh, they played over the speakers was. <laughs> Yo, bro, I worked at Foot Locker for a little bit, and I was put into Kids Foot Locker, just a real random sidebar. They were playing like Future, like 
future uncensored oh, in kids foot locker <laughs> so like <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> you guys are on Just camera <laughs> what is this kid do like put on your shoes yo i remember me vividly like speaking to like a mother and she was like asking me about shoes and yeah. she, they were playing future super trapper in the background <laughs> and her, her kid was hitting that shit i was like what is happening right now yo um there was one time at uh we used to work at, at pure hockey and then can't, for, can't get over what you, for, you hit that shit <laughs> <laughs> for, for some reason the song switched from like a regular song i wasn't there mm-hmm. switch from that to jizz in my pants by lonely island order i was like all right all right it's, when i heard you that you guys have ox like, at your job uh, well, it was it when I was at C- so you can put on your own music. Yeah. One of the well, it depends. Yeah. When I was, I was like, at Sears, apparently the manager she he did not want anyone playing because I was in electron. I finessed my way into the electronics department because I was. Uh, but he apparently he's allergic to he, 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 the eight o'clock. Oh <laughs> damn, the scary thing. Oh no no no! Basically, gets, dude, that gets every one of our guests. Yeah. I was like, yeah, the coworker was computer talking to you. Yeah, the coworker is basically like, yeah. Um, I forgot the name of our old manager, but he's like, oh, he's allergic to music. So literally, I had to hear Katy Perry type music from the over speakers because it's Sears, it's family friendly. But sometimes we would sneak music. Like they played. This was the summer 2016, so you know that's when Drake came out with um, uh, Views. Mm-hmm. Beyonce came out with Lemonade. Tory Lanez even had an album out or something. Yeah. So you hear Controla. Sometimes we would sneak that controller and this was when kevin gates came out with two phones yeah um so we would sneak that sometimes but because that, that shit, shit allergic to music because there was because no, there was really nothing to do there because sears like th- there was no, there's, we barely had customers yeah. when i was electronics like so At we barely be point, doing what else we're gonna do we was going to best buy and shit like damn this is it's, it's crazy because uh i was here on tuesday with ty doing doing uh an interview with benji and he was just showing us old videos and what we used to wear just looking back i'm like bro what? there was an era where everything was, was baggy like, then it went skinny as fuck it went skinny and it was the swag movement yeah. everybody had the obey hat remember that shit yo <laughs> Have you seen pictures of the BET Awards like circa 2005? No, look that shit up. Yo, the fashion was so like I did not realize how How whack everyone's fashion was in the 2000s. That's just the trend. The the famous photo of Lil Wayne wearing all bape and him having the biggest boot cut jeans (laughs) to the point where you can't even see his sneakers. Yeah, leave that shit in the 2000s, family. Because everything, (laughs) the way trends work. Is that they all come back around? Yeah, leave that shit leave in the two thousands. I don't want to see nobody out here with shorts down all the way. Like, please, please, Yo, please bro. Please. The, the people who be having jean shorts up to their ankles. <laughs> Yo, and then and then we had the the fur. Niggas had the fur in the back pocket. That's fucking. When gross. when you a jerk, you are a jerk. jerk. Oh my god, man, that was or, um, crazy bro. back in the days. You see, oh, come on. Tired, oh buddy. my god, that was. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how it is. You're a jerk. You're you're a jerk. There you go. There you're you a go. Jerk. There you go. You definitely gotta watch this podcast. Facts. And you gotta watch the video version. That's gonna be one of the clips. Facts. You definitely. Oh, and people's. Oh, and celebrity back back then, their hairstyles was uh, like Sierra circa 2004. Have you that that uh, lace front or weave or whatever she was wearing was atrocious. Like, what the fuck was on her head? And bangs. I was talking to Emmy. Like bangs was in. Yo, that bangs. Yo, it takes a very specific woman to pull off bangs. Honestly. And the, and the Amber specific. Rose bowl cut. Because some people, some celebrities rock it, yeah. and they ain't it. 
the Amber Rose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then when Cassie oh, she came out like with Caillou? the hat, is that what you're talking about? Her Caillou look. Caillou. Caillou. Nigga what? said Caillou. I'm Bro, like, she just had like the bald head, the chrome yeah. dome for a little bit. And she still has that. Who Amber Rose? Yeah. Chrome yeah, dome. Still has it. It, looks, it looks good on her. What? No, she kills it. Yeah. She look kills. Oh, she looks like one of those dolls. Doesn't look good with that, in my opinion. With who? Tamar and Braxton. Tamar, okay. To Tony Braxton's sister. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I know Tony Braxton. Oh my! Wait, which one is dating Birdman? Tony. Tony. Okay. I, I get. So it's like an odd couple. Like, <laughs> like yes. I'm trying to think. Like, if how do I say? If Tony is like Beverly Hills or Be- or or Baldwin Hills, I feel like Birdman is Compton. Facts. Like, <laughs> like, facts. Yo, that's funny. Bro, Birdman was in the news. He was like owes money. He has like no money. Yeah. He closed his bank shit. account. Mm-hmm. Before they could take one million dollars out of it, <laughs> swag. <laughs> that's all. That's like game. Game. That's like you ain't getting me right there. That is some dumb shit. Y'all ain't gonna get nothing. Wayne got his money. Y'all ain't getting no more money. Mm-hmm. Um, finally dropped the Carter Five. That's still surreal oh, to me, bro. <laughs> still waiting for detox, but it's okay. Detox, yeah, that's, you're gonna keep waiting, bro. She's <laughs> <laughs> never coming out. Um, but so far in your internship, what's been your favorite part? You would say? Uh, I guess maybe the Celebrity Wire. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, yeah, the morning positivity, you True. know, you know, the, for the first Wake break, yeah, yeah, the morning positivity that this also I would say the relatableness, honestly, like when they, when they talk about certain topics, I like, you mm-hmm. know, so you can like understand where they're coming from. Honest. Yeah. Certain Who things. Is, um, is there one celebrity that's come to the door that you were like, well, no way. Uh, I haven't met Beyonce in my life yet, so you know, if oh, I meet Beyonce, I know that's that. the one that you're trying to meet, right? That's like, yeah, I want to interview her one day. I don't care if it takes thirty years for me to score an interview with her. I want, I like, I don't care if I'm like, I'm like, you know, fifty and she's seventy. Like, I want to interview her. She, well, she would but definitely like, be yeah, more than she's 70, like, bro. Yeah, she, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, meet Beyonce. 75. She's like, she's like fourteen years older than me. Fifteen is she? Yeah, she thirty was, is not that far away from us, bro. Yeah. You realize? Oh, oh, t- 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 you scaring me! I'm like, damn, I'm 23. Like, what? We're seven years away, my oh, G. No, come on, nah, accept it. Shit, yeah, I would be like, you said, yo, when you said it was 1990, 30 years ago, in a little bit, that had me shook to my core, bro. Shit, 1999 was 20 years ago. I'm like, what? Like, that's why when you said that the 2000s kids are coming, I was to college. I was like, no, no. Literally, <laughs> I was no. on, I was on the railroad, like, and this girl, um, I guess she's like, she's was so. He's like, I'm 16 years old. Yeah, I'm in junior high school. I'm like, wow. Like, 16 had to have been six, seven years ago. I'm going to be 31 when my when my little sister goes to college. Like, uh, you know. Gross. How old's your sister now? She just turned 10. Yo, oh, God. Yeah, I'm going to be even oh, my older because my, my brother's 11, 10 five. and my sister's. I mean, maybe you'll like, because like for me, like I'm 23, but people think I'm like 16 or 17. So I'm like, maybe I'll eat, like, maybe I'm going to age in like Bianca Lawson. You know, you guys know Bianca Lawson? No. You've, so I'll show you a picture. She's Beyonce's stepsister. Ah, uh, okay. Did you watch Greenleaf? No. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? No. The new one? No, the old, there's a new one? There's a new one on Netflix. Okay. Probably, they bring everything back. It's the era yeah, of reboots, bro. No, she dude. basically does not age. This is her now. Okay. Uh, oh, I I've seen hear. her face. And this is her. She looks like Aaliyah in that first photo. She's light, more lighter skin than Aaliyah. Yeah, well. But <laughs> this was her 20 years ago. This is her now. No way. That's not real. Like, that ass. Dang. Yo, bro, she has not aged a day. She I arguably see. looks better in this photo. What? Yeah, I see. 1999, 2009, 2019. What the hell? Bro, what the There's f- some people that it's just like, how Black are you girl still- magic. Uh, Yo, but the you know what it is? Too. You got to keep that energy, though, bro. You look 16 now, apparently, and you're 23. 
but when you're older, you're gonna want people to say that shit. Yeah. When you're 35 ish and you people are like, yo, you look 24, you're gonna be like, yo, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. And I just want to like bring up that women are toxic because every time I think about uh, cutting my beard, it's always a negative response. So women are toxic. Cause they, yeah, because they want like, <laughs> yo, bro, if they gonna make you don't cut your beard. Bro. <laughs> I'm toxic too. Then fuck that shit. <laughs> toxic. Don't cut. No, that because shit, every though, time man. I'm like, because that's when everybody's like, I, I look younger than that than I actually. Yo, bro, I haven't seen myself without a beard. Yo, it's so it's maybe been years. freshman year of college. It's been. Since you and Moses, when we started the podcast, you guys were like, "Where's your beard?" And I was like, "What the fuck?" Let me and see I was if like, I have fine. a photo of that. <laughs> yeah, it was. Took, I think it's on my photos. IG. It might be on my IG where we're standing in the hallway. No, I have those you. on my. I have those on my phone. Yeah, and then I was just like, "Bro, what?" And then ever since then, I just got a beard, and then and then I've kept the beard so far. Yeah, me without my mustache and beard, I look like a, even more so, a, more more believable as a like a Disney looking star. <laughs> but that, that's my problem because every single place where you go and you see models. They don't have beards, and I'm pissed. But it's but, I'm mad. And but it's, you know, it's, and it's crazy because it's like I'm 23 and I look 16, and then the new students have come into UNH or whatever, even mm-hmm. other colleges too. They're freshmen, and sophomore, and they look like whole 22, 23 year olds. They like they Yo, look that older. was that was something I felt when I was in elementary school. So when I got to eighth grade, I'm like, this is it. But when I was in second grade, bro, the eighth graders looked like they were 24. Yeah. They know, like, yeah. That shit was it's weird, age, bro. It's, it's just the then I got to twenty eight and like twenty eight. <laughs> yeah. Then I got to eighth grade and I was just like, "Is this it?" Like I thought I'd be like six feet tall or <laughs> something. <laughs> oh like, my god, I was so pissed. My parents lied to me. Like you gonna grow when? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you're not growing. They're like you're never gonna grow, son. Hold that. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, but is the, is there any guest that has stopped by already that you were? Because that though. For Mike Muse, those have been my favorite interviews. The ones yeah. where it's a guest that I, I have no clue about, no idea. We had the um, one of the writers for Moonlight on mm-hmm. Terrell McKinney. Yeah. Um, and it was just a great interview. And I, I had no idea about him. No, I didn't know who he was. I don't really follow writers like that. He's the director. Yeah. So so is there any guest that has been like that for you? I don't think so. I think what it is is that, like, I've met a lot of celebrities I've seen since I was eight. So it's like when you meet some celebrities, eventually kind of get used to it. And yeah. some, like, you, you know, like, well, I guess, that, well, I mean, I wasn't there this summer. But had Monica came, I would have been like, oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. But not, not that I can think of anybody so far. I mean, the baby came. And I think the baby is hella attractive and sexy. Um, um, but did yeah. you tell him that? I did you tell him that you think he's hella attractive and sexy? Oh hell no! The baby well, punching the everybody out here. Do you remember? <laughs> bro, you should have <laughs> shot, shot, <laughs> shot your shot, bro. So I mean, I'm and saying. you know, but you know, but also Manif- think- speak it into existence, manifest your destiny, chill, bro. Chill. I don't want to chakras, baby. Shout out to I don't want to <laughs> date someone that's out there. Um, I don't I mean out there means like you know famous, no, like famous or whatever. Famous, I get, like, I get I'm, like very low key. I don't know. Also, my thing too. What I like, what what I also notice, I like more about celebrities is when you meet them and they're just down to earth and humble. Yeah. Because there's some celebrities yeah. or even nice little people who got head. yeah forty. They they literally let it go to their fucking head. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like oh don't talk to me. Oh, you know, like that's the worst. You can that's say hi. Like, that's the thing. I've never ever experienced like. Like a like a shock from seeing like starstruck. Like I've never been starstruck yeah. because at the end of the day, there's just people just yeah, like you. But I also think they've just been out here longer than you have and have achieved more. You know. But what also I mean? depends on the celebrity. Because I think if a celebrity has had an impact on your life, or you know, you yeah. listen to them, whatever the case may be, then it's like. Because I always say, like, if I meet Beyonce, I probably would. Like you know the the video of Wendy Williams passing out. That yeah. would probably be me. Like yeah. oh my god, like you're not here. For me, <laughs> it was the it's the Rock. Just from just from acting and just from him just 
It's a he's, great he's choice, always, but that might be my choice. Always busy, always doing something. Yeah, sure. and the Rock positive. doesn't have an off switch, bro. It's insane. And for wrestling, because I'm a wrestling fan. He's and, my and favorite wrestler he, ever. He's insane. He's the man. He's he's up there for me, like top five wrestler. So, but you you would see the Rock and you'd be like, oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah. You get, struck? You get like you. If like, I'm in the same place as the Rock, first of all, I made it somewhere. I'm doing nah, a good job. No, you're probably in the gym. Man, <laughs> 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 you might be in the gym. You know, niggas probably waiting outside the gym. Like, let me. Let me oh, yeah. you know what's crazy? I noticed too is I'm at I'm like so guys, I'm six feet four, and yeah. most of these yeah. celebrities, especially the male celebrities, I don't realize I'm hell. They're hell short. Thank like, you. They're short in person. Like, the baby's short. I heard. Thank yeah. They're short, like um, you know, like short, <laughs> I remember one time short. Andy Cohen walked past me, and I'm like, oh my god, like he's short. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Get it, King? Short kings yo, out here. Go back in the 2000s. Since we're speaking about, since we spoke about 2000s, uh-huh. look at Lil Bow Wow's photos. This thing is on his tippy toes, and in so many photos, he's literally <laughs> living Lil Bow Wow like on his on his toes or whatever. It's the fun. Well, he was he's yeah. he's uh he's like five six or something like that. But even back then, like he was known as like the short person. It's just hilarious. Hilarious, and I'm like, oh, I know. I mean, as a kid, you never notice because most of the photos probably just like his, like I guess torso up. That shit, is <laughs> or funny. him dunking in the, in or the him movie. Dunking, like, 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 I literally just googled little Bow Wow. Was there a few? I feel like there was a few back then with him and Romeo, or it was just like yeah, or, it was Romeo, probably like a, they were like the same, like the same age space too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little Romeo, he had his own show and shit. Oh yeah, too. Nickelodeon. But I feel like mm. I don't, was. I think Bow Wow lasted a lo- longer because I feel like mm. after I don't know how long the Romeo show was out, but I feel like after 2000. Five thousand six ish. The show from... was it wasn't that long lived, and then from what I know, Bow Wow, what he does like TRL or BET or some shit. Yeah, he or did one hundred six. I saw him a couple yeah, times. One hundred six in, 106 in Park, Park, right? Yeah, you know, Lil Romeo had to go to ICDC. Facts. Yeah, he's just an asshole, like a straight up asshole. Romeo? You know, I mean, well, I mean, I've never, yeah. met, I've never met him. Damn, well, you sound like you knew him. <laughs> you I mean, my friend, actually, shit. my friend I met him in person. Um, she used to be an editor for this newspaper in, in Philly back in oh nine ish, and that's mm-hmm. what you know. He was basically like, and this, mind you, the album didn't really go anywhere. Where the last time he came out with, but he had all these bodyguards, like he was that important. Like, nigga, no, you're not. That- but <laughs> <laughs> I made mention uh-huh. of that. Like, that's gross, bro. <laughs> the color, too. Ew. The colors. Oh amazing. my god. But yeah, the, the bodyguard. And we talked about uh people just rolling around with entourages, yeah, and then just coming up and swaying you at your desk, like hug the computer, like, yo, fam, I need I'm gonna need three of y'all to leave so yeah yeah give me more insight into that so the baby came through and he had an entire entourage with him right yeah of course yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, he came in with like twenty people. Like a lot of rap. Um, and my thing is, like, I feel like it should be capped off. Like, if I was a celebrity, well, it also depends on the, how much of a celebrity you are. Because some celebrities, they're not that. Not to say they're not that big, but it's not a situation where they need bodyguards mm-hmm. that everyone's gonna run up on them. But I guess with rappers, you know, people get very, especially maybe now today, or maybe since the nineties, people get very overzealous with them when they see them on the street. Mm-hmm. But it's oh, like yeah. I feel like it should just be like you know, the manager, the publicist, the the personal assistant, the makeup hair. Maybe a, a bodyguard you know, or two. Yeah, mm-hmm. the lawyer or whatever. Maybe a bodyguard or whatnot. But, like, having 20 people, like, mm-hmm. now they need a, a someone to do the social media and someone to do the second social media, someone to take the photos and someone to do the video camera for the documentary mm-hmm. and whatever. That shit is just like, ugh. And, the, the, you know, people don't realize also a lot of these shows and radio shows and TV shows, watch, these studios are mad small. Like, yes. There's not enough room. Like, yes. I like, you know, and I'm a claustrophobic person. That's probably why I can't even go to festivals as much or whatever. I just don't like every, everyone all up on me like that. Bro, you, you should know? go to festivals because you're huge. Well, it depends. 
Sometimes you would truck people, bro. Huh? Yeah. Well, the- Rolling Louds this weekend. We out. Oh, I don't have. Oh, it's this weekend? Yeah. The 12th oh, to the 13th. Shit. See, when I be. When it's the weekend, I be wanting to sleep. Yo, Ty, get where's the ticket? <laughs> I be wanting to sleep or hang out with friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ty hooked us up with a ticket. No, for real. Be like, yo, we helping Ty. We helping him. I'm trying to think. Yo, you know what I heard? There's a foolproof way to get into anywhere. Mm-mm. If you walk into any establishment be with Matthew a toolbox mm-hmm. or with a ladder, you can get into anywhere. Remember, like an episode of That's So Raven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like, there's like, there was like a social experiment. Yeah. People tried it. They tried it in like a movie theater, a hotel room, a five-star hotel room, like a museum and everything. They got in. They didn't wear anything true. else. They just walked in. Two dudes walked in and they just like looked at the guy and went, gave him a nod and they walked in with the ladder. That's true because even like if somebody came in with the ladder serious, I'd be like, oh, he's just here to fix something. You just assume. That's yeah. like, yeah, or they have a toolbox. You're like, okay, yeah. they're here for a reason. <laughs> we actually are doing renovations too, so it makes sense. Bro, so oh, only shit. Let's pull up with a ladder, bro. It's crazy toolbox. how it's like. I'm you. Pull up with a toolbox. No, the tool. We got both of them, bro. So it look like we're official as fuck. It's lit. We'll we get have a drill. Free. Just, we have a drill. I don't, I don't need to go to two days at all. I'll do one date. I'm good, bro. Yeah, thanks. Who's, who's performing again? Oh, uh, it's a squad. Yeah, of course. It's a squad. But I probably must have to choose between that and how. This weekend, it's like, it's Culture Con, yep. Rolling Loud, and Howard Homecoming, which, I mean, for you, like, for those who like Howard with, Homecoming like, loses in that situation. Yeah, but, but no, but the thing about Howard Homecoming is that, like, you don't have to be a student in Howard. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, like, honestly, literally last year, the Howard Homecoming was the same weekend as Spellhouse, which is Spellman, yep. Morehouse, and Clark Atlanta. Mm-hmm. When I tell you, literally, it felt like 90, 98% or 99% a black America was either at Howard Homecoming oh or like they just God. decided job I'm taking off I'm going to like you know to turn up like yeah. cause everyone I saw people from my elementary school people from my school you know damn. cause it's just it's literally all Yo, about the I culture I need to go damn I'm, I'm, I wanna go to Mardi Gras next year Oh, I want to go to um, Essence Fest next year. That's also... It's like a family reunion. Also, like, if you want to go to journalism, you should go to the NABJ convention, the National Association of Black Journalists. Last This year we had in Miami. It was lit. It was in Miami? It was in Miami, oh. like... <laughs> Not much work is being done there. So we speaking bro. about festivals and, and homecomings and, and, and Essence Fest and all that stuff. Yeah. The cost. The <laughs> cost. As soon honest. as you said it's in Miami, I was like, hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, I literally had to get my ticket. I mean, what was it? what was it? Registration. I had to get. I got that in February, which was like two seventy five. The the plane ticket I got like maybe three weeks before mm-hmm. it. So it was like it was almost it was like four hundred thirty dollars. And then yeah, round trip. And I was so mad because literally the the, the Saturday night we were partying, whatever the case may be. I had to leave at a certain time yep. to get back to the hotel yep. to get my stuff to rush to the airport yep. or whatnot. Um, but but yeah, and yo, I didn't. And that's another thing about adulting. Like, you don't realize how expensive certain things are until you become an adult. Like, the hotel, that shit was almost $800. Thank God I was like, why, bro? It's only a bed. Like, why is it so much? And I was splitting. Thank God I was splitting with, like, four other people. That's, like, four of the people. Yeah, Airbnb. If hotel rooms let you get a room without the amenities, I'd be very appreciative. Oh, of course. You can just get a hotel room. Just be like, yo, I just want the bed and And maybe the toilet. Toilet and shower. Just give me, yeah. Bathroom, bed, Wi-Fi. But you got to watch out for the Airbnb. First of all, racist people. Two, some people lie on Airbnbs. Like, you think you live in some luxury. This Has this this ever happened to you? Um, I've never been in an Airbnb, so no. But that's why I've always been afraid. Like, hotel is a safe option. But next year it's in D.C., which will be much better. Because it'll probably still be in New York. So, D.C. is a four-hour drive. drive, And I have have family and friends who live in D.C. So, I ain't paying for no motherfucking bro. So, it's either... I mean, if I'm in L.A. by then, all I'd have to do is pay for a flight. But I'm not staying at nobody's hotel. Fuck out here, shit. They they better make Howard University or American University hotels for that convention. If anything, if you're already... If you're, like... 
in the D.C. area, all you would have to pay for is food. Yeah. Honestly. Food, yeah. That's wavy, bro. Damn. But Miami, then hotels, like, damn. And then it's like... And then also, I'm the type of person, I want to confirm the price before I go, and mm-hmm. so I don't... You know, the money I don't have or whatever. This girl tried to charge me $800. The hotel was $670, One thing my mom t- taught me, guys, uh, which you guys should learn learn in life, is how to talk down prices. Literally, the they The haggle, t- the bartering. <laughs> the haggle, bartering, bartering period, so period. Like, it was six... It was like 800-something. I was like, no, I call the lady and she said it was this price and she was like okay i'll charge you it's gonna be 17 717 plus the 50 fee so i ended up having enough money for it i was like thank god yeah <laughs> yeah i remember i haggled once because me and my buddies went to a mac miller concert and mm-hmm. my buddy lost the ticket the day of as we were going <laughs> and he paid 50 bucks for it and if you ever go to terminal five there's always like resellers yeah, people yeah. they're like yo i got it if you need it some dude was like yo i want 80 bucks for it i was just like nah i'm good because the dude down the block has it for 50 so if you can do 40 that's fire he goes bet <laughs> 40 bucks half price yeah but you you mentioned howard uh and and just mentioning all the people i was like yo that's probably an oasis of beautiful black women On, and essence fans yeah essence fans like Damn, it's i just, saw the gleam in drew's eyes bro. That's <laughs> gleaming and then it has so many gleaming. artists they have hip-hop but they have artists from back in the day artists now yeah. like it's new orleans so and i love of and course. guys i'm a foodie i love yo, seafood oh my god i want to go over there is so food. but but you know what i i gotta do remind myself to save money if i want to go there or whatnot but it, yeah. and it's crazy because next year it's like in June and July, everything is like chunked together. It's like BET Awards, American Black Film Festival, which is like, if you want to get the most popular passes, like five hundred dollars. Mm. Essence, which I love how they have these black events, but niggas ain't got money like yeah. that. So it's kind of like pick or choose. But BET Awards, Essence Fest, American Black Film Festival, and NABJ. Um, but yeah, Essence Fest is beautiful. You can network with people. I think um, I want to say. One of the, this this one lady she ended up she took an Uber she ended up being in an Uber with Kenny Lattimore who's like a popular like R and B artist like you know that like you know people who listen to Babyface and Tony Braxton would like mm-hmm. you know but <laughs> that's cool yeah. bro especially because there's just so much variety going Yo, on it's like different it's festivals up. but but this is what I'm talking about because you mentioned how much you were hustling and you working three jobs and your friends and they're taking transportation hours and hours Honestly. but we get the bad rap of oh you guys don't do nothing. It's like no, that's Honestly, not true. Yeah, well, because I feel like because social media really has people thinking like shit is a fairy tale, and it's like it's not. Yeah. Like you know, that's the thing though, because people don't see all the work you put in. Exactly. Social media is whatever you make it be, honestly. honestly. But it's one of those people just want to honestly stunt, and yeah. there's people who put, oh, post honestly. up a fake life on it. That's yeah. so. When you post a photo of you having the new job and all that shit, everyone's just focused on that. No one notices the 1,000 rejection emails you yeah, get. Honestly. You can't see it. And it's like, for people listening to this who's like, want to be in show business, media, whatever, like, rejection, you, like... Get used to that shit. To, yeah, you have to get used to it. Everyone, every celebrity you can think of, or whoever, even people who work magazines have gotten told no yeah. many times before. Even like, Oprah. Oh, Oprah's been told no. Beyonce's been told no. Bro, there's no way you become <laughs> successful in life without being told no many points in Honestly, life. Honestly, I've can I tell you how many times people have told me we like you but no or mm-hmm. no or don't even answer my emails. Like your emails be frustrated because it's like you got to send emails like every you know mm-hmm. every two weeks or whatever for people to get back to you and people. Yeah, be now busy. the mo- the most soul crushing though I feel like is the emails. It's like the applications for jobs that you think that you would be a great fit for and you uh-huh. genuinely like. So you do the entire process. You get 
gets the last round and they go, yo, we're going to go with somebody else because they're just more qualified. Honestly. Yeah. That's the type of shit that makes you take a step back. But honestly, you can't just dwell on it. You have to keep it moving. And also the thing, too, is that even if you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. You can apply. Like, True. seriously, in the morning, I didn't get it for the summer, but I applied again. And, you know, and also, like, it's be persistence. very. Yeah. And you got to be very strategic. You know, like, I may make sure you email at a certain time or, you know. Yes. Like, I think I'd met DJ Wonder over the summer. I was at a club. I was, you know, me and my friend. So my, I have a friend. Shout out to Amira. Amira, I hope you're listening to this. Um, and she's from Oregon. She's black, by the way, guys. But she moved to Manhattan, so we're trying to get her, like, you know, indoctrinated into the New Yorker life and get her um, culture. Indoctrinated. Since, yeah, because, you know, Oregon is... It's a is, process. Yeah, you know, I took her to a West Indian restaurant the first time I met her. Um yes. And yeah, so we went to a club, whatever. So DJ Wonder there. I was like, oh, hey, it's me, whatever. You know, make sure people remember you at interviews yep. and whatnot. Yep. And even what you said, I think, the two nights, I don't know if you were interviewing with white people, whatever. Guys, white people, they will help you get a seat at the table. Like, no cap. Like, they're white people who generally want to help you. You know, I had a lunch today with a lady from Sony Sony Music Entertainment, so that was pretty nice. good. You know, but but yeah, you know, one thing, is, and also the thing, too, is like, I have you, I've, I gotta show you this meme or what. I don't know if you've seen the meme where, like, the, um, the SWAT team is trying to get in the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that says arts entertainment, me trying to get into arts entertainment without wealthy family and nepotism. <laughs> was it like the recent one where they're handing this wooden door yeah, over? Yeah, like over. trying to jam it open. Yeah. Like, where do you buy it? Like, <laughs> honestly, like, I felt that so much because, like, people Yo, think. Yo, bro, if you were behind that door, he, they definitely got away. Yeah. <laughs> it took forever, yeah. bro. Honestly. But go on, go on. Like, but yeah, that's why, that's why, you know, I pride myself in, like, networking, especially if you live in, if you live in New York, mm-hmm. if you want to be in the entertainment, media is everywhere, but if you want to be in entertainment, if you live in New York, uh, Atlanta, Miami, Los Angeles, even Chicago. Nashville, Chicago, DC. Mm. Like, there is no excuse, especially when you turn 21. This, it's hell, we're you know, spoiled in New York. There's network events every mm-hmm. other week. The only problem with it, just to play devil's advocate, uh-huh. is that since there's so many people, it gets a little hard to filter through it. So, you have to yeah. kind of find what makes you unique or just go up, go about it a different way. Yeah. And then, yeah. secondly, as someone who wants to do film, New York isn't necessarily the best for film. Yeah. While there might be hubs and stuff like big companies down here mm-hmm. most of the filming's in LA LA yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of the stuff in New York is more TV based but it's even more news and I don't I've had an Ooh. interview for a news position like two days ago and if they give it to me I'll take it just because like it there's overlap to it mm-hmm. but it's harder but you're right though whenever you're in an urban area that's mm-hmm. people hustling and bustling you're at a major advantage 100% that's um oh, I forget his name but what one of the professors said he's like kids in the midwest they always ask me like how do we get there when people in, in, who already live in New York like they already have the advantage Honestly. of being in that city so we're we're very very lucky said, even if you go like if you guys if anyone here let me listen to podcasts if you go to Temple Hampton oh, American Temple so Howard oh, University like the there are certain schools like yeah, yeah. the people like most of the people who work at these places that I've been I've got in or wanted to get in or whatever case may be yeah. they went to these schools so like the alumni connection is real fucking strong like you know utilize that shit you mm-hmm. know but but I, I feel like for me even if I went to school I mean even though I have an overprotective mom even if I, went to, if I was from Kansas <laughs> we all do bro I would still try to no but you know black parents they they like yeah. it's extra it's like why are you coming home in the, and it's oh, worse if bro, you're I, I, was I, have, I have a Spanish parent it's uh-huh. the same shit in another and language and it's worse if you're a girl Oh, dude, but girls, oh, like, 
It's Yo, like they'd be I'm, twenty years old treating them like fifteen year olds. Yeah, like I nah, couldn't, bro. They'd be twenty five, man. If they'd yeah. be living in that house, bro. It's yeah, all that's why a lot of women move out faster than guys, or at least Honestly. people that I've seen. It's mm-hmm. all women that are that have moved out. There's I'm extra like, incentive for girls. To yeah, move out, so that's like they have like a, like they need to get out. You know, they're hustling yeah. to get the fuck out real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my two sisters moved out when they were like six, you no, know, seventeen or eighteen. Whoa, so it's like wow. And <laughs> yeah. Had their own job, had yeah. paid their own cell phone bill by then. Even my mentor, <laughs> she moved out when she was when. She was like 16, 17, 18, like around yeah. that age too. I'm like, Damn, bro, Jesus that's crazy. 16 living by yourself, bro, that's crazy. That's fast. Especially, I mean, I respect I like, that. That's crazy. But though. it's the same. I mean, I don't know how old your mentor is, but I feel like back then, like 20 years ago, maybe 30, I oh, feel like they had a little, too. yeah, cheaper. But it's like now it's like $15 will have you living uh, right on that bench outside. <laughs> like, you Yo, know, it's just like, that everything is so inflated. Yeah, now. inflated. Yeah. And people like, don't, maybe back in the day, you could probably like do something with minimum wage, but now, bro, you should be like, bro, you're not getting anything. Like, if but, it, they said if it kept up, it should be like 21 to honestly, 25. Like, it, it should be at that range. And that's minimum. See, but the problem with minimum wage is that if every, if all the minimum wage goes up, then and prices eventually go up, too. Yeah, no. It's, it's an entire slippery slope, bro. One thing happens, and it affects it's something just, else. The rent needs to, like, they need to have, like, anti-gentrification or, like, rent control. Because it's like, mm-hmm. like, the thing, and the crazy thing is, like, I'm from, like, my family's lived in New York since the 40s. Like, mm-hmm. in, in, the 19, in the 1990s and 80s, not only could you afford to live in Hatton, you could probably afford to live alone. If you, <laughs> in, the, in those areas, if you moved anywhere outside of Manhattan, the places would be astronomically cheaper. Like the Honestly. Bronx in the seventies and the eighties, Brooklyn, all shit, of that even stuff. even the lower the lower east side now is posh and or the Harlem, you know. But back these were Hell's Kitchen back yeah, in the nobody, day. Nobody wanted to live in these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. There was ago. a reason why it was called Hell's Kitchen back. Honestly, in the day. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> so would that be your one tip to to students now? Because we like to to try to help students and, and I would say yeah, students is like network. You know, um, go on you know social media, network with people, mm-hmm. especially if you're a person of color, use that to their advantage. Because especially with people of color, there's a lot of um specific you know communities you know communities or whatever like you know for my you know minority students or black women or whatever there's ween academy if you're a black woman there's ween academy and you it's like a boot camp or whatnot Mm -hmm. for people and you get mentors in in the entertainment industry whatnot you know um family friends you never know who knows who she'd even at essence fest if you might be thinking of coming have a good time you never who know who you meet i went to this little mixer um at the hotel this past saturday it wasn't like you know a purpose of networking but i met this guy who lives in Los Angeles and is a writer. So it's all about networking. It's also mm-hmm. also the worst part about being a communications major, even though I love it, is the money you spend. Oh, like yeah. not it's not even just traveling no, money. It's the money I, you spend and the money that you're not making. M- m- exactly. And that's like the like I you know, I'm putting on my podcast soon, but it's like that it's like the bit scariest thing is like you want to you want a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And it's like even if you're not paying for I mean outside traveling to work whatever. The uh, DSR DSR camera that's $500. Yep. Adobe Premiere. I mean Adobe Creative Cloud that's $20 a month. Where really that's, that's 30, if you're a student. Bro. If you're a student, it's like yep. you got to finesse some discounts these things right here will run you up hundreds of dollars and whatnot the, it's the camera like, the camera's 500 but the lens is triple triple like, rent uh, space. you know uh, rent space google you know writing apps and whatever Honestly, the case may the, be it, the financials behind it behind like trying to do like a media startup or anything individual but it's like, like either honestly. that or like seven years of more school <laughs> to become yeah. a honestly. because now the bachelor's degree that's just like oh okay Shit. and the, the, like, crazy, thing is, the <laughs> crazy thing is 20 right, years ago we wouldn't have needed a bachelor's degree yeah. Shit, 20 years ago we could have interned at play well, I mean they wouldn't have paid us 
this, but we got internet places, whatever. We didn't even have to be in college. Yeah, we before like, it was just like you you find somebody, you do a mentorship, like they teach you like how to do whatever you yeah, gotta do, and then that's it. Yes, yeah, so you go, go to, about your business. Really, yeah. We talk about it a lot though, but I think I mean, yeah, you get put into debt for college, but college can kind of put you in the right steps. Like, you know, a lot yeah. of people college is not what necessarily what you learn in the class. I mm-hmm. think it's what you learn from other people and the experiences you make. And Ooh. it makes you open minded, you know? Yeah. Like you, yeah, you, you get know? to you get to like consider a lot of perspectives and stuff. Because for me, I grew up in the Bronx my entire life. Mm-hmm. So there was a very one track mind and the, the variety of people around me wasn't that high. Mm-hmm. So it's mainly a lot of Puerto Ricans, a lot of Dominicans, a lot of Africans, you know what I mean? Then you but start it's also good that you grew up in a melting pot, you mm-hmm. know? I mean then you go to like one of these I went to Iona and then you start seeing a lot more people of different varieties, Irish, people from Irish. I mean, there's Irish people in the Bronx and Woodlawn and all that stuff, but it's like you don't ever see all of them communing in one spot, like like the melting pot, you know. Yeah. So there's advantages and disadvantages. So what is the end goal for you? The end goal is to be do something like this. Oh my guys, I want to be an on-air like radio and TV personality. Mm -hmm. I also want to drop a memoir. I actually do want to produce. I have a TV show idea based off my life, um, mostly based off my life. That yeah, that I want to get off the ground as well. Um, I only know I write. I mean, thing is, I know how to write. I don't know like gaffers and things of that nature I don't know how to do any of that and whatnot. so you know how to do the creative but not the practical yeah the, the creative right? not the, like the production I mean I can video edit a little bit or whatever but like all that other stuff or whatnot. Um, mm. you know cause now cringe comedy is becoming popular like I love chewing gum and insecure so that's insecure that influencing chewing gum is really <laughs> underrated bro honestly that show is underrated. underrated it's on Netflix uh huh yeah it's like a British comedy it's a British like comedy oh, okay. I feel like I've heard about it mm-hmm. um, I'll check it out insecure as well yes um, so yeah that's the plan I'm trying to think what else I want to do. Um, you seem like a very multifaceted dude. Honestly, you want to do it all. Honestly, I, would I be opposed to reality? I, I really do. I would only do reality Put TV. Check. No, no, no. Oh, hell no! I'm I not going to love and hip hop. No, I would do. It depends I, on the show. I would do yeah. reality if anything when I'm older. <laughs> well, also if you're the executive producer like the Kardashians, like at least they can control their narrative. Yeah. But I would maybe be a judge of a talent competition because I can like what tell you people like you guys. America's next up. top radio like, host. <laughs> no, America, no America's Got Talent or American. Idol too like I tell people like no you can't sing like no you don't have it your voice is boof (laughs) (laughs) I would be Simon Cowell to be honest like brutally honest yo that's funny I'd be Randy Jackson I'd be like yo dog yeah I'd just be chill like don't come back like yo dog be like you you tried your best dog it's not it but this is not you bro this ain't it this ain't Uh the one man do something Uh else dog yeah and we spoke about music a little bit earlier and today is Thursday which means midnight drops baby but who who are you looking forward to in the future to drop that uh, hasn't dropped Normani. I think she's okay. going to be a superstar. Yes. Um, yeah. Yo, Nor- even though Normani's about to blow. Dude. Yes. She's pretty. She can sing. Um, dance. Dance, dance. The music she's video. The, she's the whole package. Mm. Um, I mean, I know Little Kim's album is coming out tomorrow, but nobody's going to buy that shit, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. You know, like. They got the, yo, they got the Little yo. Kim stance. If they catch, if I mean, they catch okay, you saying that is, shit, bro, it's over for you. It's whatever. Listen. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, at a certain point, you know, you don't sell records as like much as you do. Like, Ryan Carey and Britney Spears, like, all those type of artists. Like, there's going to come a time when Beyonce doesn't have hit singles. I mean, her albums will still do well. You know, like mm. number one or whatever, but like eventually that shit dries up. She but it's won't like, have the same star power. Yeah, I feel like it dries like up that a little know. bit. No, like she'll know. Like, all right, this isn't working there's as a, well. Yeah, as there's a point me. where you kind of hang it up. You're like, I've yeah. done everything I wanted, or you to just do. do it less. You but like it. some people, they're like, no, I'm gonna. Do. It's like, fam, come on, please. 
I'm not, I'm not checking for yeah, yeah. anymore. It's like Jay Z. Jay Z barely drops. He dropped 444. That was about also, him. Also, a lot it. of artists today they make it. They make money doing other things like Dr. Dre, Jessica Simpson. People don't. I mean, her music career was never as big as Britney Spears, but she has a shoe. You know how much that shoe line made? That yeah. shoe line has grossed over 700 million dollars, bro. Like, and then yeah. she's also she's an actress as well. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't in that much, that many movies to be honest. But like the shoe, the entrepreneur thing is where has been where the money is at. Like Ray J. Yeah, now nowadays oh, yeah. most artists they usually get into the music then they expand from there honestly yeah. like little Yachty talked about that shit he was like bro I just made music I blew up and then my mom was been past the music and shit yeah honestly I'm trying so. to think Sharday. um I'm excited for what Rihanna's going to do um I know she said she's gonna do I mean I guess her first two albums were kind of right I guess we're reggae ish I mean I don't know because the thing is that like because she is a mainstream star like a lot of folks like you know when work came out and the white people were mm. mocking the song mm. and whatnot so I don't know how she's going to appeal the reggae to you know the masses, you know. I feel like at this point she's not even trying. That she's Honestly, like, I'm Rihanna. I'm doing. I feel like she I'm has doing. her land and she's such an established thing that she can do yeah. whatever the fuck. She has like that full creative control, you know, where she'll no matter what she makes, it'll be good, and she doesn't have to worry. Like, she doesn't have to pander bitch. anybody. Like, come on, she she's Rihanna. like, yeah, you own my shoes. The fuck. Honestly, <laughs> I know you got my makeup. In oh, I need, I need a new Bryson Tiller album. Yes, thank you. I've been The last album I did not like. I don't know. It's too much rapping. I went back and listened to it and I liked it more now than I did before but I guess it was just yeah. the expectation like that's the thing you have these expectations and then they don't meet it then you're like ah yo but sometimes albums just age better yeah. sometimes you need to give an album time to breathe it happens a lot for a lot of albums think like about that. Michael Jackson's Invincible album that was the last album he came out with with the Butterfly song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't be but yeah 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 I know that yeah one. so I mean you know it wasn't out it wasn't a big seller when it came out but eventually you know it's it just that he's he's just a, like a different case because Billy like his other albums are just like iconic you know yeah. so everybody holds him to that standard when that's like I don't know man he's not gonna drop shit like Thriller or Bad you know what I mean it's it's different. Yeah, you do that once. That's great. That's all, that's enough. Did the shit twice, bro. He got Thriller and then he got Bad and Bad's Off fire. the wall, Thriller, Bad. Oh, no. Like, come on, bro. What? Leak. Well, out of those three, which oh, one are you okay, rocking with go. the most? Off mm-hmm. the wall, Thriller, or Bad? See. It's gonna have to be a tie between off the wall and thriller, but I'm, I'm going for go off the thriller. wall. I'm gonna go off the wall. Um, but but you, yeah, but um, yeah, you know, I'll probably have to say off the wall because you know what? Don't stop to get enough and rock for two. Mm-hmm. Like those are classic. Those gotta, those songs will up. transcend like eras. Yeah. Like even though that it shit's has. disco, like that shit till this day. But that's that's what we bring it back full Yo, circle. We talked about kids learning new music. My sister still knows. Michael it's just Jackson. you know what it is. It's just there's certain artists that are at the peak and they're at such a superstar level that they can mm. hold on to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, Run DMC is kind of like that with my Adidas and Walk This Way because of Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. Biggie and Tupac because of the legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other artists from the 80s aren't like that and that's not necessarily their fault. It's because oh. they were doing the building blocks of hip-hop. So they didn't have that commercial, mm-hmm. that mainstream element yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm trying to think what... Well, I think if they... I think also they need to put Aaliyah's music on the internet. I think it's her legacy will die out and if, if she doesn't you know if they don't like get the right you know put it on Spotify and Apple yeah you music. can't even hear this because then it will like that. first of all they would make a whole lot of money if they did that number one number mm-hmm. two like it would you know what I'm saying it would expose the new generation to her and whatnot because mm-hmm. it's like I mean you can illegally download it but it's kind of like 
like I think maybe with Biggie and Tupac, their music is able to live on in the internet, even though they yeah, no you can us. you like, can go listen to them on Spotify and shit like that. Yeah, because I tried to do like for the song of the day, I tried to do an Aaliyah one. I was like, I don't see it anywhere. Oh, I kind of gave it to you. I'd be down with shit for free. Well, then I, no, <laughs> well, I, I, I had the album on my phone, but like yeah. Instagram, like you have it so you could search the music. Oh yeah, oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so the then I was playing like played on the background. I was like, I can't find it. So then I would have to manually do it. I'm like, that's like we certain artists get caught they get fucked with the rights and stuff like that Tory Lanez, like I keep saying, I'm waiting for Tory Lanez to drop Chicks Day Five, bro. I need mm. that shit. So is there any bad. any any uh, rumored release time or is no. it nothing? He gave like a cryptic answer. I'm like, I'm not fucking with this. I'm like, fam, just tell me. He's, he's like, before the friend. end of the year, and then he's like, before the summer. I'm like, wait, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, before right. the summer, well, that's long gone. I'm like, bro, I don't know what what he's talking about. So yeah, him. Um, the weekend, L weekend is oh SZA 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 yeah. the weekend's oh, supposed to drop the second part of the melancholy he's supposed to drop the second part of that I heard it's always I, I don't even know there's so many rumors now that no I'm no like, because uh, what was the last one My Dear Melancholy yeah, yeah. right it ended with a that, comma that, that, that. yeah and with, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a part two to it I mean, yeah, well, 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 with Kendrick, which I'm waiting for too, uh, but he could take as much time as well. With Kendrick, every every album is like, yo, if you heard Damn, he said it this way, so that means two albums is dropping, and the one's dropping. I'm like, and then that's what came. People, that's what people I'm like, thought. stop it. People please thought that it. Kendrick was going to shadow drop another album the week after. I'm like, stop it. Remember, please. that was a big thing. I yeah, was like, exactly. that's why like, I was, like, oh, I was so pissed off when he didn't win the Grammy for Album of the Year in 2016. Vote for uh, the, uh, the Black, to Pimp a Butterfly. That's and, and Macklemore. When when Macklemore beat him, I was like, I'm done. That was when I was officially done Ugh, with the Grammys. Yuck. I was like, no, I don't, do, I don't do award shows I'm at still all. Bro. Tight. Yeah, I'm still tight. about And you that. heard in the news with um what happened with Ti. Ti was like saying that you know him working with Iggy Azalea was a blunder. To I'm like, nigga, you the one or what? Like <laughs> found her. You, you found her, her. You know. And my thing is, is that like fought for her. Like my thing with Iggy Azalea is that I think my problem with her is like if she came in the game being like a Fergie or Gwen Stefani, yeah. I don't think anyone would have had a problem with that. Cause you know we liked them back in the well I guess if they I've yo she could have brought back that style she, yeah that style yeah. whatever because they never call themselves rappers they never claimed to be yeah. you know down like that or whatnot but then I guess had Fergie and Gwen Stefani came out that didn't age of twitter people would have ripped them apart oh you're trying to true. be black true, yeah, but yeah. but even st- but st- i guess that's another conversation another day but whatever but i read you know this art of this long feature article they did on her back in 2010 or no 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 well the first part was saying in 2010 she came to la and she met polo de don who's a big music producer in hip-hop mm-hmm. and she's like i want to be this you know hardcore rapper whatever and he's like iggy you a whole white girl from australia ain't nobody gonna take that serious she like, should she should have at least yeah. like worked her way up, you know. Like, no, worked her way up. Well, how could she work her way up if people are helping her write her rhymes, write her mm-hmm. rhymes, calling herself a slave master in songs? That's like, and Ti was co-signing that or whatever the case may be. Of course, like Ti, you sound stupid. And hey, you know what? How could it be a blunder to your legacy? Because I mean, hey, in 2014, she did have her time for two minutes. Fancy. I mean, fancy, fancy was yeah. was big. She had a couple hits. And now Lizzo's num- longest number one. L- Lizzo non- longest number one. You know, yeah. it's just like, uh, but it's like a lot of times black men. I feel like they co- they they let white girls you know appropriate you yes, know Jules. music and whatever the case i don't know be. why three grown-ass black men were sitting down with yes jewels i was like what the f- i don't even know who she was <laughs> this is how, like, so, I did, oh, for the longest i had no idea i still don't really know what she does but i was like mm-hmm. why are y'all three sitting with like what is she what is she adding to anything it's nothing it's all negative coming at people I'm oh yeah i've seen a picture she looks like i don't know she reminds me of one of them girls. like logic no yeah she, she looks, looks like, like no she reminds me you ever well you went to school with white people right Mm-hmm. We both we we went to the same school. We no, we went to high school. 
Oh, high, high school, school, yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, but because well, you're from the Bronx, but mm-hmm. he's from. I was like, yeah, we, he she reminds me of one of them high school white girls, or whatever, who like you know is like really suburban, tries to be bl- like. There's a town called yeah. guys called East Meadow Long Island, and like girls like her and the Catch Me Outside girl, they remind me of those white girls of oh, East okay. Meadow, like you know, oh, they're the really worst. like white trash, but really from the suburbs, but trying to act black and trying to get as much dick in there, you know, <laughs> as possible, you know, in case black dick specifically. Shout out Long Annoying. <laughs> Fuck Long Island. <laughs> oh my god, it's been a pleasure having you on, Thank man. You. This was this was Thank definitely. You. We got to do this again. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, we want to. We like. We would like to have a bunch of our guests on, especially yeah. that was like a very casual. Podcast, yeah, maybe like dude. the real. Have me on at like the guests every week. <laughs> Facts. Well, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Leaky Crowder. That's L-E-E-K-Y Crowder, C-R-O-W-D-E-R. Same thing as Twitter. Um, and then when you go on Instagram, you'll see that I do photography. That's my side hustle when, you know, okay. my money is funny. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Um, everything else to promote. And anything you want to shout out or anything? No, I just want your time to shine, bro. I gotta pee right now. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) No, shout out to you, (laughs) UNH. Give me my college degree now. I wanna go. (laughs) I gotta graduate. I got moves to make. Talk to them head on. You should go to the. You should work at the Tyler Perry Studios. I I bet you they be. They're hiring everybody in the mama now. I probably hit them up, bro. Honestly, Big Mama's house eight. Beautiful, and it's like I just hate how people criticize Tyler Perry. Whatever you know. I mean, first of all, his films are. I mean, I get it. Like he's not for everybody, and obviously the black experience is not monolithic but some of his films like at least have are related at least for me being because i'm i always say i'm down south black i'm like black eyed peas fried chicken mm. and you know corn potato you know black whatnot soul food honestly i still you know? need a southern thanksgiving which i will get one day <laughs> you can come it. you can come to my house if I you want you know my family's dysfunctional but when they have company it takes away the dysfunctionalness because they gotta act you know classy <laughs> damn podcast <laughs> south the damn the damn thanksgiving honestly damn thanksgiving. yeah <laughs> uh, catch me on instagram and twitter as well Life of Drew L-I-F-E-O-F-D-R-E-W Two underscores Where can they find you? And as for me It's Dom Bruce That's my Twitter handle And my Instagram is Dom period FZ So D-O-M period FZ Make sure to catch this uh, podcast on Spotify under the damn podcast. We're also on SoundCloud under DJ Cozy. And breaking news: after talking about it for so fucking long, we're finally on iTunes. Everybody, we made it. Apple, Apple noticed podcast. us. Apple podcast. To find us on the podcast app, you look up DJ Cozy. If you look up the damn podcast, you will not find us yet because we're new. So you look up DJ Cozy. We will be there. You will see the damn oh, logo. That's what it was. So yeah. this is the damn podcast with a special three, guest leak. Four. Season mm-hmm. episode four in the books. This is the damn podcast signing out. Peace. You should always go with what you love. Don't follow no one else. Just do what's good for.